Welcome back to another episode of Oklahomies with Brandon Hines and your guest today, Jordan Hines. Brandon, what's up, man? What up, dude? How is it going today? Um, It's going, man. This is a day off, first one in like almost 10 days straight. Um, I picked up overtime on every day off I had this week. Yikes. Yeah, no, it was ridiculousness. Um, do you want to move over to this chair? I don't know why I left you in that chair. Honestly, I don't want to sit in that chair right now. No? All right. And, until my butt gets tired, I'll go over there. But like, Fair enough. I like sitting up straight. Fair enough. I'm over here lounging as much as I possibly can. Jordan sits in wooden chairs upright, even in the vehicles. Right. So um, I figured today we could talk um about all the crazy happening out there dude because it is getting nuts you yeah know? i think it would be great for someone like me and you who are kind of on opposite sides of the political spectrum to kind of mm-hmm. just talk generally, about how we yeah. well generally politically but not socially but right. i think it'd be great just to mm-hmm. point out all the things that we do agree on yeah, yeah for sure and not point out all the things that we probably don't even disagree on at this point right right um so where do you want to start on this then because i, I want to start go ahead i want to take this back to I can't remember the year sure but I just want to start this off by this I'm not saying that that anything's going on is illegitimate right do you remember Dave Scraper it sounds familiar remind me okay white guy okay my age I think and he was in a hotel or an apartment building of some sort okay and he is an exterminator okay he had a pellet gun all right He had it on his balcony. He was cleaning it, doing something to it, whatever. Sure. Neighbor called the cops on him, said he had an AR-15. So the the cops came, and mm-hmm. the dude was outside in the hallway in the video. Mm-hmm. And Oh, it, I think I saw this where it was on the ground, and they were making him, like, put your hands put up, your put your hands, hands down. Put your and, hands straight up. Yeah, and then, but the other guy was giving the other pieces, and they ended up shooting him. Yeah. That alone, just mm-hmm. right there, I'm just going to say it. I'm not saying that cops can't be racist, because no, yeah. we obviously know that's not true. Right. But... Some cops are just fucking assholes, dude. Yeah. Like, if, if, if you're telling me... And what, what happened with the guy, what ultimately led to his death, mm-hmm. was the fact that while he was crawling, his shirt rolled up. And, yeah. And he went to fix his shirt. And as soon as he fixed his shirt, man... They shot him, yeah. The video is so grotesque. I'll still remember. Oh, yeah, I yeah. still remember. Like, he crumpled under himself with the force of the gunshots. Oh, yeah. I am not a fan of police brutality in any way. Yeah. When, when, when that whole thing happened with George Floyd... Mm-hmm. You see him urinate. Mm-hmm. At that moment, you know he's dying. Yeah, yeah, that's because his, his bowels are letting go. Yeah, absolutely. And they say, well, he was pronounced dead at the hospital. Well, guess what? Emergency people they can't. cannot pronounce. People they can't. Dead. So yeah. they, tra- they 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 tracked him to the hospital where mm-hmm. a doctor pronounced him dead. Right. He was not dead at the hospital. That dude died right while there being on the apprehended yeah. on the ground on video. You, you and know me why both though? Seen why was he getting apprehended? You know. Because he had a fucking counterfeit bill. I don't even know if that's true. No, that's, that's the entire story I've heard from everybody. So I think okay. that is. They they arrest him because he was trying to pass fake bills. Look, I'm just going to point this out. I, like, I'm not arguing anything, but mm-hmm. you know I grew up in Shawnee. Yeah. A little bit more mm-hmm. so in the later years of things. Sure, right. And the, the reservation kind of took over local government or kind of started working in tandem more. Right, so. right, right. So when a native person in Shawnee gets mm-hmm. pulled over... They can ask instead of a Shawnee city cop mm-hmm. for a um, uh, reservational officer from the or whatever they're called, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, a, an actual police officer from the reservation. A woman has that right too. If a woman is being detained, right. a woman has the right to request a female cop. Why don't blacks have that? Because even it like it that makes it a racial issue. It's a whole different thing. Then it's, how come it's racial for? I I understand. For I'm not disagreeing. I think that would curb a lot of these problems. If I, I think. Don't. 
I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't initially. Well, I mean, like, I it actually, would just be a fucking Band-Aid that fixed everything. I was just watching a video that was just kind of like all the the, uh, the events that had led up to this point. Um, and there's just as many bad black cops as there are, you know, Absolutely. anything else. But it, it's one of those things that whenever I keep watching and keep seeing what's going on, you know, I'm not anti-cop. Like, let's start Absolutely with that. Absolutely not, yeah. Right? But I don't understand how they don't have an independent organization for investigations. You're and right I on the head. don't understand how... They're self-governing. Yeah, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right? So, like, great example. I posted a video I saw this morning. You know, you don't have to watch the video. It's Or uh, you don't have to listen to the video. Just watch it. Right? So, outside of one of the riot zones where, you know, the things were taken off is that there's cops unloading bricks. Mm -hmm. I've in, seen that. In an alleyway. I've seen that. Right? So, then... And I was thinking about this on my way home. Well, then Grant posted, um, like, the response from the actual headquarters of the police that did that. And they were like, oh, they found, um, you know, a sidewalk that was torn up. So, they had pulled the bricks out of the sidewalk. I'm a fucking county worker. You're Cops like, don't do that shit. Bullshit. Yeah. Let me, let me just point out. Actually, I'll pull up the exact thing. Go ahead. But I was thinking about that on my way home. And I've seen three or four videos of that same thing happening, actually. Yeah. yeah. And while it scares me to see that stuff, I started thinking about it rationally because I see it being posted by all my friends who are going hyper crazy about this stuff. Right. And I start thinking to myself, okay, there's a couple videos of this happening. So mm -hmm. that means it is happening. And there's something right. to worry about. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's happening in every cop's precinct, no, in every city, every city block. That's That might just be a few isolated incidents that have been documented, thankfully, because yeah. we want to find out who's doing shit like that and, mm -hmm. you know, reprimand them. So, you know, I'm, I'm watching, or here's the, here's the thing. It says, um, while on routine, routine patrol of the campus, two of our officers came across a damaged brick sidewalk at the corner of Tremont and Covered Tree that posed a safety hazard for pedestrians due to loose, upturned, and broken bricks. To prevent injuries, the officers collected the bricks and returned them to the uh, NUPD headquarters, where they immediately notified the city of Boston for a need to repair the sidewalk. The video of uh, unloading the bricks from their vehicle behind the headquarters is a series of events described here. Our priority is the safety of campus and community. Bull First shit. off, here's what the cops would do in this instance. They would if, put in for the city exactly. or the maintenance. I, I can tell you right now because I've already had to deal with this stuff. Yeah. So what happens is well, the cops will get a call. Someone will call the police department, not 911 or whatever, and say, hey, there's like a bunch of busted up shit over here, and someone needs to come look at it from the city. But and the that, cops aren't going to do that. The cops might if they're fucking bored. And you'd be surprised. But even if they're bored right now. They're not. Is not. They're not. But that's not by some fucking marginal chance that they do happen to walk by or mm -hmm. come to look at this, I can guarantee goddamn to you, they aren't even going to tape it off. They no. might put out a fucking cone. Maybe. If they have one. Yeah. And, or they might sit there to kill some time until a city or county worker comes to fix it or tape yeah, it off. Exactly. I, I speak to cops all the time. In fact... Yesterday, yeah, my thing's a little loud. Yeah, good. Yesterday when that whole thing happened, I was talking to a police officer for about 45 minutes Yeah. before I came home. Yeah, he was a uh, TPD, and mm -hmm. uh, he was a Latino dude, and I asked him. I was like, so what's been going on out there, man? Were you one of those guys? The National Guard getting put out to Tulsa Hills, or Tulsa um, Woodland Hills. Fun fact, I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, Let's round back to that. But I was asking this guy. I said, because this was the night after the, the 38th and Peoria incident mm -hmm. and the Woodland Hills stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I was asking him, were you out there? And he said, oh, dude, it was fucking awful. Like, he, like I'm not mm -hmm. even paraphrasing. He said, it was fucking awful. Yeah. 
I've only ever heard cops cuss when like oh, they're being serious or like they're bantering and stuff. Like like he's right. just like talking to a random Joe. He's like, it was fucking horrible, dude. Like I didn't get home till five thirty in the morning, and mm-hmm. I had to be back out at seven. Yeah. And I'm not like you know trying to be out there doing anything, but like I, I'm just trying to keep the peace. And people are mm-hmm. starting to like you got other cops that are trying to make something out of it. You got protesters yes. that are making shit out of it yes and then you got cops and peaceful protesters that are just trying to hold the fucking peace right and that's the that's exactly it exactly yeah. and what he told me after that he was like man it's, it's just it's horrible he's like just cruising through town every stoplight i look to my left i look to my right and almost every stoplight someone has their phone out is filming me and flipping me off and daring me to pull them over yeah because they can just edit that part out Right, and they can just well people do because I'm black. Yeah, well, I don't disagree that you know the whole narrative is important, right? I'm but just let's saying, say well, this no, is just a guy I talk. Let's to, say I do it. flip off a cop, right? I mean, let's say I decide is that to. illegal? No, it's not. Right, so it is that is technically freedom of speech. Yeah, you know, and that's one of those things. It's that, not even. I mean, it's a gesture. It's still free. It's covered under freedom of speech. Um, I get it, but yeah. Well, no, it is. So, like, the cop is pulling you over because he's offended by you, but unless you're actually doing something to warrant, okay. you know, criminal conduct. Let's, let's let's put this in a different phrasing. Yeah. If somebody was standing out on the fucking corner of the street with mm-hmm. a picket sign that said, I just had an abortion, sure. is that the fucking cop's right to go over there and arrest her? No. No, absolutely not. So, right. yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. So, the issue that we run into, though, is that where... You know, people, you know, and I say cops as people here, and that's one thing a lot of people worry is like, you know, you, f- cops you forget people. about the, cops the government people. is people. People, you know, do get impassionate, and when they get impassionate, they don't make great decisions. And I will 100% agree that there are great cops out there, right? But I will also 100% agree that there are cops that, like, a great example, when I was in the Navy, um, there was a highway patrol guy that was in my unit, and, you know, we, we worked closely together. I'm not going to drop his name. Gotcha. Um, you know, but Excuse me. it was not uncommon, you know, for me talking to him about them using roids uh, for themselves. You know, yeah, and, and, and he when goes, the people are on anabolic steroids, they're fucking assholes. Right. Well, he was talking about it, and I understand both sides. He was like, "You're going to be going against people who are tweaked out, methed up. They're going to be, you know, these big old roided dudes. You need to have power to overcome." And I and, and I agree with that. Right. Like in worst case scenario, I 100 percent agree that they do need to be able to to do that. I do not agree that they should be using the substances that are known to cause mental issues, right? If it causes mental instability, you probably shouldn't use it as a cop. That's a second reason they're not allowed in mixed martial arts. It's not just yeah. the strength. It's because of the emotional strength. Yeah, right. Exactly. Literally, like, it literally turns off your pain receptors when you have mm-hmm. that much testosterone going through your body. You just go nuts. I I used to have a roommate that was mm. on... Uh, anabolic mm-hmm. steroids. I found his needles. I confronted mm. him and said, "What the hell is this? What is this?" Yeah, and he goes, "Dude, I've been roiding." I said, "You've been jogging. What the fuck you doing with steroids <laughs> for?" And right. he was just fucking raging around the house, slamming yeah. shit. So I get that. Like, if cops are on steroids, get them the shit out of there. Because yeah. if, I think if, if you drug test them just like you would a professional. Now, do I disagree? Like, I would be okay with saying, "Hey, listen." In the line of duty, you need to make sure you're well taken care of, right? So mm-hmm. in the military, we had constant you you're know, not PT allowed to be, tests. You're we not had allowed to be obese. You have to be physically things, fit, you know, mentally fit. All of this, yeah. mentally fit. Like, why not take those same standards and put it into the police force? Like, you don't see fat Marines for a reason. 
right? Not because they're roiding out, not because they're... They're not allowed to be fat, because they're killing machines. Right. That's what they're supposed to do. It's not just being killing machines, is that there are standards. There's expectations. But the reason there's those standards is because the end result, you mm -hmm. have to get a certain result, and you will not get that result if you're not physically fit to be a Marine. Yeah, no, I agree. So, the same thing you're saying about cops. So, I was reading a study earlier on my lunch break. So... 57% 57% of Americans in this mm-hmm. poll. Yeah. I don't know what this poll was. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Sure, it's what fine. Site, doesn't matter. But it said... Statistics are fake anyways. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Sometimes. Did they ask you or me? Probably not. It's no. Fake. It doesn't matter. 57% of Americans polled in this poll said mm-hmm. that they would not have a problem with the military being deployed in certain cities... I agree. ...to, you know, squash the... Not protests, but the riots... Now, so what's the difference between a riot and a protest, though? And I and I say this generally, yeah, not I know, not I know what you know. charged. Um, so, for one, a protest, you have to go in and apply for a license for it. Okay, the, you have to go to the, your local police. Yeah, station. you have to legally. You have to legally gain a permit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you lawfully protest. People that picket outside their jobs, mm-hmm. they do that shit all the time. Yep. Nurses, teachers, most recently that we we've have seen to have in a, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yep. Um, there's a certain point where you have this lawful incident mm-hmm. where it turns from protesting to full on just mob mentality let's fuck shit up. Yeah. So but how where is that line though? Cuz like let's ask the question here is that is does it become a physical confrontation something has to physically happen? There are instances of that. Now, so let let's do a great example, right? Um, I was watching Fayetteville because I have a very good friend of mine. He was a cross-street neighbor um, who's a police officer um, in Arkansas. Um, And he literally, you know, I literally saw him every day. Good guy. Um, You know, I would not think anything crazy of it. But he had a guy that was actually filming, and he shared this post of a guy filming everything. Um, You know, there are a huge number of cops in riot gear, right, at this protest, and the the crowd is chanting, "Why are you in riot gear? I don't see a riot here, right?" And okay. they start chanting at that. But the tides can turn real. Well, no, I understand. Quick. But so that entire aspect. So there is a protest going on, and then the cops show up in riot gear. So, like, if you think about it in in turn of events, right? Did the riot happen because the cops showed uh, showed up in riot gear? If the cops had never shown up in riot gear, would it have that escalated? That brings me back to my whole thing that I've been writing for the last two days about cause and effect. Right. So when you do something with mm-hmm. intent, right. no matter what it is, yeah, the intent is usually quite obvious to your peers or surrounding people, passerby civilians. Yeah. So if I walk into Walmart butt naked with a fucking shotgun, people know I am not here. People know I'm. Well, it depends on what Walmart you go to. It's Claremore. It's fine. <laughs> but, like it's Tuesday. Okay, let's rephrase this. If I walk into Target, <laughs> oh, with a Karen is not going to allow this. Okay, I'm listening. So if I walk into Target butt naked with a shotgun, people are just going to automatically assume that I'm here for no good. Yeah. Or if I walk into a quick trip with shoes on and no pants, people are going to question me as what the fuck are you doing, you know? Right, yeah. So you you have this imposition when you, you come to a place, no matter what. If you have, especially when you are on duty, on a job, for sure. if you show up, I mean, you know this, you're military, if I show up to be present here, mm-hmm. that is a, def- a turret in some... In deterrent. Some term, deterrent, yeah. yeah. So, like, for instance, the... 
the whole situation with like the Kurds and stuff, mm-hmm. and the oil fields. Sure, they, sure, sure. They left troops behind, and that's mm-hmm. that's sufficient. That's where you have to start com- com- kind of trying to draw the lines between these certain things. But then you have to think this is a war zone, and this is a metropolitan. Right. Well, and here's my thoughts on it when you're talking about the the city thing, right? So. Would it have escalated if the cops did not show up in riot gear? Like there, do you are, remember how Nixon got? There are hella videos out there from like Philadelphia where the police chief oh, came was... out completely unarmed, completely no body armor, nothing. He's a brave motherfucker, and, right? But then the crowd was with him, and shit didn't get crazy. Yep. Right. So the question is: is okay. So let's use this in this example, right? I own a firearm, mm-hmm. right? You know that. Right, there's a difference between my firearm being in my holster and off versus if you walk in and I draw, and even if I'm pointing it down, it this, doesn't matter if I'm your pointing your firearm at you. is on you right now. I know that it's because, right here, yeah. oh, okay, I was gonna say I'm astute. Yeah. You took it off. Never mind, I'm yeah. a fucking dipshit. No, it's fine. But it's right here. I know that you have your firearm within arm's reach. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not afraid. No, because I know your intentions. Right, but even the intent though is that but it I know changes that- whenever. If I if I draw it, it doesn't matter if I actually have it loaded. It doesn't matter if I it like. Well, there the is thing. a a feeling difference if the the weapon is drawn. But I am your brother. Yes. So there's the thing. As I completely trust you mm-hmm. with my life because yeah. I, I you're a smart guy. Appreciate I don't that. think you would throw me to the wolves to save yourself. I, I think you listen. Would... I don't have to outrun the bear. I have to outrun you. No, dude. <laughs> Fucking bear's gonna pick his teeth with me and come right for your fat ass. Well, listen. So, anyways, <laughs> throw Dustin instead. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry, Dustin. Mm. Um, but no, the whole thing with intent, like the for one thing, like the the people showing up with with bottles, bricks. It, you can say the well, same so to both the sides. Bricks, I agree. The bricks, I'm 100 percent though. Like, well, that's what caused De Blasio so, to say. Here's that the thing: you though. can't draw your gun. A, a officer got hit by a fucking brick in the face. Yeah. A, another officer who's standing right next to his sergeant. Yeah. Watched him take a brick, pulled his right or his firearm. Yeah. Then De Blasio sees this and says, "No more New Yorkers are allowed to, or no more NYPD are allowed to pull their firearms no on shit. protesters." Right, because there's a difference between deadly force and then, you know... A it, brick to the face. No, no, I know. <laughs> a brick to the face is still doing a lot of damage, right? But there's a difference between a gunshot and, and a brick to the face. Absolutely. But here's the thing, though, is that there is escalation, right? So when it comes down to police, they are trained in de-escalation, mm-hmm. right? So, like, great example. There's... Um, God, what was the name of the guy? I have to go look it up. There's a guy that got stopped in a traffic stop, right? Um, and the police officer um, had walked up to him. His hand was on his gun before he even made it to the car, right? What the traffic stop was, it doesn't matter. Let's say he was doing 150 miles an hour down a freeway with children on the road. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So he walks up um, with the, his hand on the gun. Um, Cops and w- do that in case they can open their holster quickly. Well, I understand why. But then what happens is that within, I think it was like 45 seconds to a minute, um, the guy had done something in the car, which we don't see, but we do know that he had no weapons in the vehicle. Um, and the cop had drawn and fired like eight or nine shots into the guy within like 45 seconds. Right? So there was no de-escalation. Now, the cop was fired. Cool. Okay. I mean, definitely rightly so. But... There was no attempt at de-escalation from as far as we can see, right? We don't know if the guy was reaching for his insurance card. My insurance card is in my glove box. Absolutely. Right? So I know that being a white guy that 
I'm probably not going to get drawn on, right? But that doesn't mean that it's if, – if something – if you ask me for my insurance and I have to reach for my glove box and your hand is on your gun already, you have already escalated the situation. You have not de-escalated the situation. You have escalated it. Because you're showing intent to draw quickly. Correct. Which – that's what I'm saying. They do that so they can draw quickly. So yeah. before all this stuff started, yeah, I saw this video. Uh, it was – I want to say in Beverly Hills. So a cop walks into an IRS office. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot this, everybody. This isn't the beginning of a joke. <laughs> it sounds like it. It I'm really sorry. does. He stopped by the and then IRS. two rabbis walk in. <laughs> he stopped by his local IRS agency to ask a, a, a question related mm-hmm. to his taxes. Sure. And um, he he obviously got greeted by a security guard. Surprise. The cop walked up doing what you were talking about. Yeah. Hand on the gun. Why? The security guard told him, if you want to walk into this office... You need to relinquish your firearm to me. Absolutely. So this whole thing happens, and the cop says, dude, look, I'm in full uniform. I'm on active duty. I'm not going to give you my gun, but if it's a big deal, I'll just leave. Like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to do anything. Bye. Come in on your fucking off time. Okay. That's great. But here's the problem I got with this. The dude, the cop, turned around and told him, like, look, man, I'm sorry if I, like, pissed you off or something. Like, I'm... I, 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 I'm going to carry my firearm while I'm on duty. If you want me to come back later, I will, whatever. And that's what he said. And so he turned around and he walked off. And he, that's what he even told the other cops because other cops got involved. Sure. So as soon as he walked out the door, the rent cop draws on him to his back. No, that's fucked up. While yeah. he's got his back to him, he yeah. draws on him, follows him down the street before the cop even realizes it. And he's already on the phone with the police saying that there's this fucking crazy guy, this crazy African-American right, man, right. who came in here with a gun. The cop's like, dude, I'm in full fucking police uniform. Right. It's not a crazy guy whenever I'm in uniform. Just because I'm black doesn't mean right. I'm a fucking crazy guy with a gun. So, being two white guys, let's talk about systemic racism. Oh, boy. You want to hear some shit with my grandpa? Because yeah, I'll tell you right. about real no, let's, let's Let's not go into that. Um, <laughs> That's no. how I know what racism is. I so, know it's wrong. Realistically, I, I know that you will agree with me that... Um, racism still does exist. There's Absolutely. there's no way it doesn't exist. Do you know why it could never not exist? Because Japanese people exist. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Japanese people are seriously racist against other Asians. What? Yeah. What, like seriously? Okay, no, no. Let's let's focus on America because okay. let's not get into <laughs> this entire thing with Japanese racists. What the fuck were we going down there? But no, racism exists. Okay. It's a sickness that some people suffer. Is it from. a sickness or is it a choice? I think it's a conditioning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like think, religion. Kind of. Yeah. I think you can have imprintive and conditioned learning. Yep. Just like a duck or any other animal on this. Well, the reason planet. I say religion is that people will because you tend to take the religion that's told to you when you're young. No, no. And you're conditioned. Th- well, that I'm not going to disagree with. But what I'm saying by that is that there are uh, religious aspects that uh, people will indoctrinate themselves, even in an adult age, um, in in change beliefs very rapidly and then they take really really hard stances on it you know i don't think that you're talking about like the people who just instantly make that crazy 90 degree angle turn and then like ostracize you for doing the things they did yesterday yes yeah that that, i hate those people well the religion does that very i'm sorry i don't hate those people i I highly dislike their actions it's fine 
when you look at religions that can do that to people, and I'm not saying all religion is bad. That there's is a, not what I'm saying. There's but a form there of that is, in every religion, though. Yes, there is. There's there's that like super right wing. When I say right wing, I mean like let's say super far out, super far out <laughs> far concept. Out, man. <laughs> um, I only said right because I'm like on my right hand here motioning. Um, that there's there's always that group of people where you're like, ooh, those guys are fucking crazy, right? That that's across the board. Every every group has that. Now yeah. that only really happens in religion and politics. Right. Yeah. And then in the social social aspect, there is a huge amount of that in people who um, are are racially charged. Right. It gets worse whenever you think about the current age, because um, there was a guy that I watched. Um, God, what was his name? I can't remember. So there are YouTube algorithms or Google algorithms mm-hmm. that actually give you more like things that you search. Yeah, they're really so, crazy. I actually watched a video about those. Yeah, so he did a thing where he created a brand new profile, didn't put any personal info, didn't put any identifiers, didn't put anything to say you're a white male or you're a black male or you're this or you're that. It was just basically blank, right? Because I, I think there's neutral aspects in each one or prefer not to disclose or whatever. Yeah. So we did all those and then he looked up like um, you know something to do with with some kind of racial profiling and then he did another thing to do with like I think he typed in like innocent cop. Well, here's and then the he thing. Did, he typed in a few. I think it was like 10, 10 searches. Google um, owns YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, no, no matter no. what you search right. under your Google browser, your YouTube, your YouTube account matches exactly. So what he did is he ended up typing like ten or twelve searches that were nothing crazy. He went through and he just selected a few videos basically at random, anything that caught his eye. Um, and then the videos that started being suggested to them, um, yes, please, I will take the modus operandi again. Those are good beer. Yeah, do it. It's an IPA. Heads up. I know, right? It's good. I mean, it's honestly, it's a it's a very, very delicious one. Um, I love the, the tagline. It says, starting at the top, uh, it says, walk, kite, recycle, hide, seek, Plant, recycle, grow, shower, tube, recycle. My old boss didn't believe in recycling. It exists. You don't <laughs> believe in it. But no, where were you going with your whole spiel? Um, so my point was, um, so what are you happening with this guy? Oh, man. Come on, drunkie. Mine was fine. What's wrong you with you? You told me that was going to happen, too. I know, right? Uh, here you go. Uh, yeah. Um, so what ended up happening with the guy is that, um, you know, he started watching these videos and he, he only set a couple of them in motion, but then the ones that followed suit just kept getting like crazier, crazier kind of thing. Um, you know, like there in, in one of them, you know, was like a right white nationalist video recommended for you, right? Like white nationalist, not, not you know hey you know blah 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 blah. it's not it wasn't pulling out like the best of the videos but based on the search terms he started getting uh white nationalists he started getting nra ads he started getting all these different things well and the thing that he was talking about that was really interesting is it becomes a self-perpetuating idea set but there were no counter arguments it was always what what makes sense to this but there were no like um other opposing views so if you start getting into those things then you just get more and more and more and more and more of that thing you ever listen to jordan b peterson no i don't i know he's uh you know like he's done a lot of stuff his, yeah. his podcast is supposed to be pretty good but i don't know, listen to it well his podcasts aren't really podcasts they're actually lectures that he does and they sure, revert to the board co- yeah, podcast yeah. episodes yeah. but um they actually launched a 
a social media platform recently. And I think I may have heard of it. And it's actually combating those algorithms that yeah, you talked about. So the they issue, want you they want you to be exposed to ideas that you disagree with. Right. And I agree they want with that. You, because he's a psychologist, a mm, clinical psychologist. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. One of the most world renowned at this point. And he knows from his you know, interaction with people mm-hmm. that if people just sit there and they're around the same stress and you stress their whole mm-hmm. life, that doesn't really benefit them whatsoever. Right. Even if your ideals are right, yeah, you have to be challenged at some point just yes. to, that way you know that you're still right. Right. So here's an interesting thing to play into that idea, right? So there is an uncommonly high uh, correlation between, you know, heavily um, populated areas being heavily democratic in nature and then you know very very spread out and everything else being very republican in nature and there's it's a, the same across well, the ocean too well it's everywhere yeah. yeah but the the more people are around each other the more liberal they become whereas the more space that's generated the more conservative they become so the question though is that when you're looking at these things and you're talking about back to the original point of systemic racism, um, you know, is it the fact that that these people are ostracizing themselves via Google search terms and what have you that are causing the things to get worse? Like, you don't see... Look, there's you know, more interracial violence than there is interracial violence. That that you just said the exact same thing. Interracial virus no, versus interracial. what's the word for... Not, not inter... It's... Uh, it's Intra. Intra. That's what I meant to say. I said inta, not intra. There's more intra-racial racial violence than there is interracial violence, hands down. There, so, there yeah, are you're 13, talking about black on black versus black on white. Or black and white black on white. Or white and, on white, yeah. And in, in that regard, there's more black on white violence than there is white on black. But that's a. But I, I will point out, it's math. math, because there are 330 million Americas yes. and only 13 million blacks, sure. something like that. It is, it is a smaller number, yes. So... Speaking of which, too, is that also leads to the fact, math, that there are more white people attacked by cops and brutally murdered every year. But, again, Mm -hmm. math. Right, but there's a reason they're called a minority. Yeah, it's because they're not the majority. But, you know, the thing is, though, it's not about that people are attacked, that it's the degree to which they are attacked is the problem. I And this is this is the issue straight up. I mean, this is where, you know, the people will put that statistics out, you know, um, and say, oh, well, more white people are attacked. Well, there's more white people. I think that's the way that works. I'm not but justifying that. the degree at which that black people what... are attacked is significantly worse. What I was saying is that there are stories every day. Oh, yeah. And if every single police br- brutality incident was as sensationalized as cop on, or I'm sorry, as blue on black has been recently, yeah. then the cops would have been fucked long ago. Well, the reason, so the, the if, reason for if that, every though, time a fucking cop murdered a white guy, if mm-hmm. every time a cop murdered a white woman, every time a cop murdered a Latino man, mm-hmm. every time a cop murdered a Latino woman, if every time a cop murdered somebody, yes. that shit was blasted the way it is when it is a black man, then the fucking problem would have been solved Hold long on. ago. But here's here's the point you're making that you, you're repeating and repeating and repeating, but you're missing it. No, I'm not missing well, it. No. I know what you're about to say. Is that murdered is the key word. Not, not killed justifiably. No, murdered. Yes. Right, that's the issue in but itself. But why are well, the fucking on, other stories not being sensationalized? They should be. That's what I'm saying. And, and listen, you're you're culturally asking why it's not sensationalized. It's it's because the white people don't, you know, have as much of a unified culture as the blacks do. Um, you know, the black culture, 
here's the thing. I, I had this conversation years ago with Mike Wells. Uh, Mike, call out, <laughs> even though you're not listening, I'm sure. Um, he and What's I, up, bro? He and I are on opposite spectrums, right? But yeah. he is he's diehard. I've had some major uh, arguments with him yeah. about science and stuff, yeah. Yeah, he, he and I are on opposite spectrums. But, you know, he, there was one thing that I did make a point on with him, right, is that you can trace your ancestry past certain points you yeah. know as a white american you know most of the time like you know we know we came from germany you and i um well, kind of but mostly halfly you yeah. know whatever but you know we, we you can, can literally show things. back uh, almost a hundred thousand years of genealogy sure take your pick whatever but what happens is that literally we have our history in which case the black culture often does not have their culture because they lost it whenever it was removed from them forcefully. I, and not even just by white people, by black people as well. Can I point something out real yeah, quick? Yeah, um, What you just said about us yeah. being immigrants yeah. to this country. Mm -hmm. I would like to point out to anyone that's listening that most black Americans that can trace their heritage back to slavery yep. are more American than you and I. Yeah, that's a fact. They've been, their families have been in this country for two to three hundred years yeah. longer than ours. So I, I have this conversation a lot, like, whenever people are talking about, like, uh, white people can't, you know, be, uh, set, you know, not, uh, people can't be racist against white people. Um, <laughs> it, well, uh, right, it's fake. Um, but I always say, listen, man, my family came from Germany. Um, you know, that's that's undoubted that it that's the way that happened. It happened less than 200 years what about ago. about the Irish? I think it was like 1908 or something we immigrated. What, when was it? It was early. Uh, well. Anyways, it, I guess uh, it doesn't really matter. You're talking about dad's side of the family. Yeah. So dad's side of the family. Like, it was like after 1900. So grandma Helen's side came here in about the 1880s. Okay. Um. Our grandfather's side came here around the same time. And okay. Incidentally, they were both like only children. Yeah. And that's why we don't really know much about our family history. Yeah, we because we don't have anything past that. Like, well, no, because both of our grandparents were only children. We have yeah. no un aunts or uncles, like grandparents. Right. We have no cousins. We have no fucking anything. Yeah. So it's just our little family. But the point <laughs> is, is that, you know, there's the culture behind you know everything that was removed and they had to generate their own culture here and and it was a very um you know forced tight knit well it was a very tight knit concept well, yes, where because they, they were sticking together as they right they whereas had to. you know with us it's it's not that same thing now when you look at the the systemic racism as a whole you know the issue we run in with cops more than anything else is that their job is to and they quote it themselves, protect and, and serve. It's on every fucking car in this country. Yeah. So when you betray that trust. You betray the trust of me. And everybody. But here's the thing. So, and that's where we get to this problem. Is it that cop or the whole institution? And that's why I think people are The institutional problem is that they don't be held accountable properly. Absolutely. It's not that every the cop is bad. It's that every cop won't be held accountable look if if me and you were sitting here yeah and if we didn't have to be held accountable by the, the court of law mm -hmm. by a judge of our peers right so say me you and our three other brothers are sitting here mm -hmm. and we only have to answer to our parents we just fucking murdered one of our brothers right cool? we go to our parents and be like he fucking deserved it right and if mom and dad say well these two are the favorite but he gave me a fake toy but Jordan and Brandon are the favorites. Yeah, so, but he gave me a fake toy, so, so he if, deserved it. if he did something wrong, right. you know, 
Like, fuck it. You know, and now I'm not saying anything wrong against yeah. individual police, but what I'm saying is what you said is it's wrong in their own institution is the fact that cops handle other cops. Right. That's wrong. Now, in the military, you have military police. You know all about well, that. Well, even past that, you have the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Mm-hmm. That is a, a higher Just level Just like the police have, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They don't follow it. Yeah, I know. Because That's it's the other co- internal but affairs. Internal, internal affairs. affairs. Right, but the UCMJ is ran by lawyers. You know, there are military lawyers that actually run that. And they put people in prison all the goddamn time. I know. Like, that's, that's what I'm not saying. a question. Here's the you other know? point. I was so why is it? Well, no, if you're looking at that in that aspect, though, why is it that, you know, we can figure it out on a governmental level there. But then when you pass that, you can't. So here's the problem with this. So the military and the police are obviously completely different institutions. Yeah, for sure. But the police want to be military. They want to be military. Yeah. In fact, they want to be infantry. Uh, yeah, in they some, think they in are. some aspects. Yeah. A lot of cops, like in Flint, Michigan, in uh, Philadelphia, like you were speaking of, uh, I've, I've seen, I think, five videos of cops doing this. Yeah. Where they go as so far as to kneel with them, which that's a whole other argument I won't get into. But Yeah, how's Kaepernick doing today? Look, when you and kneel... You say what you want. When you kneel... People with, are pissed he peacefully protests, and now they're pissed they're not peacefully protesting. What do you want? Well, <laughs> sorry, that wasn't me. <laughs> no, I was, was trying beer. not to burp. Yep. <laughs> But there here's the thing. When these cops kneel with these, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem with the, the, the protesters like coming into solidarity with them, but the rioters, the moment you kneel to them, what you're signaling. You're kneeling to them. Or kneeling with them, whatever. When you kneel with them, excuse me, shit. IPAs. What you're doing is you are essentially agreeing that America is wrong. Yeah. And you should not be kneeling with the rioters. I agree. But I also agree that America is wrong. America's not wrong. There are people within America that are wrong. In this aspect, okay, it's not about George Floyd. No, because... It's about, Do you think people are stealing ATMs and Nikes because of George Floyd? No, In no, In fact, I've no, seen no, no, videos of people so saying, man, it's about that much. Here's, here's the thing with rioting, right? And it happens after these major events that happens all the time. And there's a lot of people that don't realize why, right? So it, it's the same kind of thing as, do you know why people are blocking traffic? Do you know why, though? What the the, in, the intent is? I Not the execution, honestly, the intent. I honestly cannot wrap my head around that one. Okay, you want me to explain it to you? Sure. It's very, very simple, right? The intent is to make people feel powerless. That is the intent. How do you make someone else feel powerless when they're driving a two-ton machine at 60 to 85 mm-hmm. fucking miles per hour, and you're standing there ready to be obliterated into roadkill. Right, but most of the time, what's happening is that... Do you know how many people, people are, are on their phones? Do you know how many people yeah. are doing shit? I'm sorry, that's no, no. not a protest. That's Hold an on. idiocy. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I said the intent. The intent is to make people feel powerless, right? How many people are unwilling uh, to, you know, even get off and, and go around, right? They all sit there and they wait, and then they get pissed, and then nothing happens. Nothing changes. They sit there. They get more upset. Nothing changes. Nothing happens. Then they're like, what the fuck is wrong with these people, right? And the idea of it is exactly as the race war has been is that, you know, black people are saying, okay, listen, the fuck is wrong with these people? They're still there. Nothing has changed. I can't make any changes. I can't go anywhere. But this shit is still happening, 
No, no, that's the intent. Now, the no, execution. I just want to point out one thing that yeah. you just reminded me of. Uh, it was the anniversary of the race riots. Yeah, the, the 1930. Yeah, yeah 1930. 29? 1930. 1920. Tulsa race riot. Or was it 20? I can't remember. 1920s. Yeah, the, the, where they burned the down. The most prominent black. Yeah. Like, society in all of this country yeah absolutely black wall street yeah yep, yep, yep. i'm not saying that 1921 racism, i'm not saying racism doesn't exist yeah i'm not saying it can't exist right but what i am saying it's a hundred years is next that year. implying that all of america is broken and that everything is racist and everything is wrong with no, our no. culture so and our civilization it's not a blanket statement and, and i don't i don't have never but seen you it as a blanket understand statement. that and the people that say these things don't brandon I disagree. I, I don't think that people are making a blanket statement out of it and saying that. What they're doing is they're... Okay, so here's the thing. So you peacefully protest. People don't listen, right? You you try to make action in Congress. People don't listen. You try to do all kinds of things that are positive, and people don't listen. Martin Luther King got murdered, right? Mm -hmm. And prior to that, he was trying to be peaceful, Right, even when he was trying to be. Can peaceful, I point out something about he, MLK? He got jailed multiple hold on, times. Hold on. He got his ass handed to him multiple times. Can I Go point ahead. out something yeah. about him? Yeah, he was shot. Yep, in the head, murdered. Yes, he, he was transferred to a hospital. He was not dead when he arrived. Interesting. Okay, Martin Luther King was given to the head of neurosurgery at the hospital that he was delivered to in critical condition. Okay, do you know what the fucking neurosurgeon said? Hmm. No one of my people is touching that N-word. I believe it. That I will talk about is racism. Yeah. The, the fact that ra America itself is racist. No. I, I, nobody is saying America is racist. You'd be surprised, Brandon. What people are saying is that every avenue they can think of to be heard and to and for people to listen has been I get you, attempted. Outcry. I get you. Right? So whenever people no longer listen... I'm not right. disagreeing so, with you. I'm just okay, saying me, that about MLK. Let me, that let me really flip the script here. Let me that, flip the script just, here. The whole thing about Martin Luther King. Just, let me let me flip the script here just for just for giggles, right? Okay. So I've, I've been thinking about this for a while. So the Boston Tea Party, what was it? Basically, it was no taxation without representation. We're cool. Gonna, we're going to get in this boat. We're going to throw a bunch of tea in the harbor. But what happened prior to that? A lot of shit. I mean, people were quartering troops. Uh, un unwillingly. Unwillingly. Those troops were molesting children and women. Sure. Um, I, basically, the reason the revolution was won is because no, the no, troops... No, not because it no, was no, no, won. The no, reason, what started is what The we reason know. the revolution was won mm -hmm. was because the British pissed off the fucking Tories. Because they proved okay. to the fucking Tories that the rebels were fucking right. So my point was, not not so much that how it was won but no, the, point the is, general is, public started to agree well, upon the fact that that the executive power that we are under is tyranny so where are we now not anywhere like that and that, black no, no, people no, no, no. that is exactly the mentality that's happening right now is that tell me how tyranny versus you know people being murdered by their own protective force versus you know all these other things that are happening it's not in the same boat. Can because I ask it you is. one question, Brandon? Yeah, fire away. And I know this is going to undercut the whole point of a protest. Yeah. But if you think your life is in jeopardy, why be there in the first place? No, no, I don't disagree. But why did the founding fathers go and and have the tea party? Because they needed to make a statement, and a statement is more powerful okay. than, than we anything all else. are old enough to remember the tale of Robin Hood. Yeah, of course. Okay. 
Now, what is the whole theme of Robin Hood? Yeah, stealing from the rich and uh, giving to the poor. But why is he stealing from the rich? Because they have excess to give and they've been robbing because, people with taxes. Because King John is imposing incredible taxes on right. them. Because King John is funding wars that his brother is fucking campaigning across For the sure. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look back at history, mm-hmm. King John wasn't necessarily the tyrant that we've been told to believe in our mm-hmm. cartoons and sure, children's sure, literature. Whatever, yeah. But he wasn't a good ruler. Right. And he let a lot of problems go. Mm-hmm. And when those problems go, people suffered. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what you're saying is that no matter the narrative, there are problems mm-hmm. and it's incumbent it's upon not being addressed. It's incumbent upon not the government, not the feds, not the big No, that H- is who it is incumbent on. But that starts from bottom up, not no. top down. Bullshit. You don't think so? Bullshit. You think in a fucking elected demo- democracy that if everyone agrees upon a something. A democratic republic. I'm sorry. If, if everyone agrees upon something, they're going to vote for someone that stands uh, opposed to that. No, but I do expect that the people who we elect in those positions have the best of the people in mind. And that is not the case. That's the really sad thing, though, is I live my life trying to look at people as having the best intentions and when we talk about it's elected, not the case though and when you talk about politics right now when, with elected officials particularly like say for the house of representatives there are five representatives in oklahoma mm, depends on house or no there's two in the senate and then there's seven i think seven in. okay so i knew it was a odd it's number. two and two in the senate sorry so these people get elected they say i hold your values at heart sure. i'm going to vote for Bullshit. you i'm going to vote for you then they get up there. They're up there for... And they line their pockets. 37 years, 45 years, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. And do you think that they still hold the initial values, quote-unquote, no. I said? So I've been I've been having this conversation. I had it with Wendell. I had it with Nick. I'll have it with you. Um, I think we should abolish the federal government. Jordan just broke. <laughs> no, I'm serious, though. Okay, before you start to tell I don't me, really explain why. No, 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 I'm not asking you to. Before you tell me that, tell me what you would replace it with. Nothing. So anarchy? Nope. Did you know Russia went without a? So leader? we have no, no. So let's let's do some math here, right? Okay. So we have a town government. We have a city government. We have a a uh, Tulsa county. So you're talking government. about a coalition. We, we have a fucking Oklahoma county. You're wanting to replace federalism with coalitionism. Well, no, federalism was not popular whenever it was actually put into play. No, there was the big parties there were federalist because and anti-federalist. Everybody was hating the idea of a federalist concept. What is it that we could not let's let's just do some some theoretical play here. First hold on, off, hold on. Let's do some theoretical no, I'm, play. I'm I'm playing right? with your idea. I'm not well, disagreeing. So with let's you. just do this real quick, right? Let's scoop up everybody over state government. Every single person. Federal courts, let's get rid of everything. What do you mean by scoop? Just take them all in one basket, okay. right? And just do away with them. Doesn't matter what they did. Send them to Antarctica. Let's take everything from above state and just throw it out. Okay, so anybody above our so governor. What just boom. happened is that I think it's in in Oklahoma, our total tax rate is like 9.2% or something. But as an out average? Of, as an average, it's like yeah, 92 Yeah, because ours is pretty high and it's about right there. Yeah, so at 9.2%, yeah, uh, no, I'm good. Um, Let's assume, and I don't know the actual number. Let's say five to six percent of those taxes now were federal. Those are gone. That's back in your paycheck, right? Yeah. So what just happened? The military just got defunded. 
Cool, perfect. What's the problem with that? We have I didn't say there's a problem with that. I just told you the, we have the answer to your question. Oklahoma National Guard for a reason, right? They are guardsmen out of Oklahoma for a reason. Okay. Right? Does Oklahoma need a Navy? We you argued with me about this the other day. Well not the Navy part. Right. But about the malicious aspect of Well, stuff. I don't I don't want malicious necessarily, but well, isn't well, that let's more assume of a... it's a it's an it's a state run organization okay. that is to defend Oklahoma and its needs. Right? But let's take it a step further downwards, right? So so what you're saying is basically replace the federal government with state level government, and which make, we already have. A, make a coalition of governors basically to make executive power decisions as the president well, does. But even what executive level do they need? Just a coalition of governors to literally execute the things that are made from legislative branches. That's it. But even then, do you need legislative branch? So I keep thinking about this, right? So I, I keep putting math into my head here. So. How far up do you need governance? Right? We need to talk about how goods get here to Oklahoma. We need to talk about trade. I'm not disagreeing with there. You know, we need to talk about, you know, goods moving between A and B. That's fine. Right? But let's say, let's just put it into perspective here, right? I have somebody who represents this region, Tulsa, what have you, and their job is to work on the trading scales, right? Okay. So the trading guys all go up. Let's say there's 50, 100 in Oklahoma, whatever, right? And they do have a little thing. And their job is to make sure goods and services are available to Oklahomans. And all they work on is trade, right? If that is the case, what do I need anybody else for, right? They would be responsible with handling, okay, I need to see if we can get seafood. So you guys are in charge of seafood. You guys have this. You guys have this. You're taking now, everything back to... Not back. Oh, let me rephrase this. You're you're reducting yep. things to necessity. Well, not just necessary. Where, taking no, no, a trade, no, no, taking no, no, a bun, no, no, no. whatever. You're taking back to necessity and cutting off the fat. Yeah, is what you're doing. So at that point, my only argument with what you're saying, because I'm not really in disagreement with you, because I hate big government, but my only disagreeing factor would be what happens when a state runs amok. What happens when a state mm -hmm. decides? Fuck environmentalism. The citizens need to riot. Okay. But what if the citizens don't? What if the citizens agree? Then where is the issue here? Okay. They're the ones dealing with it in their location. So is it so, okay for Kansas? Just, sure. Just, is it okay for Kansas to to test nuclear bombs and just, you know, just test 60 in a month? Right. Whatever. It's up to them because- Well, it, well it, hold know, on, hold on. They're their own country. This is where you're, you're talking about the trade and everything else that comes into an economy, uh, the economy as a whole. So Oklahoma can say, hey, listen, we don't agree with what these guys are doing. You need to talk to them. And until you do and get this figured out, we are not providing you with anything we produce. But that that you're creating not a government, but a bureaucracy, Brandon. Sure. But the government is a bureaucracy. Absolutely. But you're making it more of a bureaucratic process no. by, okay. by so taking the leniency off let's, the let's look at because like this. Big Brother's there. Well, hold on. Let's look at it like this, right? So, you know, I just recently worked for a restaurant that shut down every restaurant in Oklahoma and Arkansas. Sure. Okay. Um, the issue, the reason that they failed is because they were so overly bloated that they could not survive, right? And I say that I knew that before I, I quit. Like, that's whenever I was like, nope, this place is not going to last. And then COVID hit, and guess what? Surprise, it didn't last. But here's why, right? They had about 100 people above the restaurant level, right? And they had 53 restaurants, 54 restaurants. 
So if you take 100 people, and those guys You're were- You're taking all the money out of the company. Well, they were averaged at about $100,000 a yeah. person. Where the fuck is well, the money going for the so locations? So take 100 people and say $100,000. That's $10 million. That's a lot of dough. You know what the average restaurant was making per week? Not that much. About 30000 was what their sales were. Their actual take-home was less than $5,000 a week. So 50 restaurants at 5000 a week, that's $2.5 million. Right? Like, that's fine. Right, but it's then you take you take all the overhead, you take all the pay, you take everything else that goes with it. Yeah, it's not fucking sustainable. That is our current government. I saw this guy. I, I thought about sending you this video, but I figured you'd already seen it. But I'm gonna bring it up now because this guy kind of reminded me of uh, mm-hmm. Ric Flair. So this guy, he was clearly, clearly like a, a, a northeasterner guy, probably like New England, uh, Boston, some like Philly. Like, ghetto part of jersey probably so this guy everything is legal in new jersey (laughs) this guy just goes on a fucking rant and this dude looks like fucking rick flair and uh flash gordon had a child Mm. fucking big dude and he just starts yelling getting red in the face about covid19 about the stimulus Mm. about about that too yeah but no what i'm getting at is about how what he's really yelling about is how all these companies that have accepted bailout money from Barack Obama's mm-hmm. administration, who should have trillions of dollars in the bank, they do, yeah, who are applying for these loans to keep them over. Mm-hmm. Well, all these people are sitting here wondering what the fuck they're going to do, and he's like, mm-hmm. "And you fucking banks, I'm talking to you, J.P. Morgan, I'm talking to you." Mm-hmm. And he just starts listing off banks. He yeah. says, "Why, why, if you can pause a mortgage or a, a, a rental, then why can't you just say screw it and put that on the end of the note?" What right. the fuck? What you are you can. people doing? But they're not. And that's yeah. what he was getting mad about yeah. and yelling about is the fact that all these businesses mm-hmm. are treating individuals that way when clearly mm-hmm. there is a clear and easy fiscal way to alleviate the situation of now and tack it on to when we can deal with it later. Hmm. But instead, we had this issue with the riots and everything going on to where our economy was closed. Small business owners were hurting so bad that the federal government did this bailout mm-hmm. thing that was bigger than our debt and for one all kinds of businesses were applying and receiving those loans that didn't deserve it minimally yeah. minimally and then two this fucking protest shit starts and the people that are being attacked foremost are the goddamn small business owners yep. so we have this whole circle of just people being mad the entire time mm-hmm. through COVID-19 mm-hmm. and small business owners are like let's get back to it and what I hate to say is that disproportionately more of those small business owners owners are African American, which sure. in, in inner cities like Philadelphia sure, and sure, New sure. York and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you literally have people out there telling these people why they're rioting is super wrong against the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. thing, and then you have businesses closing and trying to buy the peacefulness of mm-hmm. the protesters by putting BLM and we love George Floyd and shit. Sure, on. sure. It's, it's just, it's so fucked so up. So let's, you're, we're at about an hour here. Let's wrap out this last piece. <laughs> um, right. So let, let's ask a question and then we'll do a second episode. Um, Black Lives Matter. Is it a actual movement or is it an excuse? <clears throat> Cause that's kind of the two polarizing pieces. All right. So first off, black lives do matter. Sure. And all lives do matter. So when someone says all lives matter to just kind of 
put their piece in the conversation. I don't know what the fuck people are trying to do when they say all lives matter. Mm-hmm. You fucking idiot. Pick your fucking hill to die on. But all lives do matter. And if you think for an instant that your neighbor, the people you work with, the people you know, the people of this country and your community don't think that your life matters, then you are wrong. And if you want to say there are cops out there who are assholes, I'll agree with you. If you want to say there are people out there that are assholes that do harmful things to other people and who are just evil and vile people, I'll agree with you. Black Lives Matter does serve a purpose. Now, the people hijacking it and doing crazy shit with it, I think that's completely wrong. Mm -hmm. I think it's super wrong. I think there is a message to be heard, but I don't think it is necessarily as extreme as the news is making out to be because I think a lot of it, like I said, is just being hijacked. And the only reason it's being sensationalized is because of the hijacking. Hmm. Black Lives Matter, to begin with, I mean, granted, there was some some instances, but it was mostly pre- peaceful. And the more it goes on, and the more I hear about it on the news, the less black people I see on the news. The more white liberals my age or younger I see on the news. And I that's the people I see fucking shit up. So I don't want to hear anyone talking shit about Black Lives Matter, honestly, because I don't see them doing anything. Yeah. And to the companies that are virtue signaling or commitment signaling, to the BLM and We Love George Floyd who are still having your fucking businesses ripped open and looted Mm -hmm. you got to realize that's not what they're thinking about at this point all right so final question for you and then we will wrap this one and then i gotta pee um that prostate's getting like a walnut on this guy you were anti-kaepernick for a while i know you he's a shitty qb i'm not talking about that is that it was an anti-patriotic concept i was never necessarily anti-Kaepernick as a person I thought that what he did politically was pretty wrong seeing as that he has huge endorsements from Nike well who, sure that's fine Nike but the is question ran by was, a fucking human rights fucking take your pick it's fine Yeah. Nike. so th- take your pick I'm not disagreeing with you there but he had a platform where his entire point for kneeling he did it in silence he didn't go out and, and yell didn't scream didn't do anything he did do it in silence, and he kneeled, did his own thing, and he got roasted for it. He got excommunicated from the NFL because of it. First Not because off, of being a bad quarterback. He got dropped because of that, and there's no way to say he didn't. First off, you're implying that I'm somehow no, no, usually no. anti-Kaepernick. My point was, though, let me get back to my question, is that with, I know you were not a fan of Kaepernick, let me put it that way. With him doing that, do you think if more people would have listened and they wouldn't have ostracized him, and do you think that he could have prevented if people would have listened, and do you think we'd still be in the same place we are today? Absolutely. For yeah. one, for the same place, just because because it that's such a tall order for one man to change by taking sure. a fucking knee. Yeah. Okay. For one, Tim Tebow takes knees all the time. No one's a fucking... It's because of prayer. It's a different story. I'm just saying, Tim Tebow took knees all the time, and nobody became a Christian because of it. No, but people freaked out because anybody would say he's taking a knee, and people still freaked out. In fact, it was a fucking, like, social dance. You could say, I'm doing a Tebow, and, like, Mm -hmm. you fucking take a knee. What I'm saying is, I wasn't necessarily anti-Kaepernick. I'm not anti-Kaepernick's message, except for the fact that he says that America is endemically systematically racist 
I'm sorry. I'm going to refute this point until I'm blue in the face. It's not America that is racist. Because, like I said, there are more black Americans that are more American than you and I. Sure. It's it's institutional. Mm-hmm. And that could be misconstrued into systemic. But it's isolated pockets. It's not like police go to a goddamn national convention to wa- to learn how to beat African Americans. I'm sorry. That does not happen. Sure. So... Right, that, but I would also say, though, if if you join the KKK, you're going to hear a lot of anti-a lot of other races' um, communications. The not, KKK not, hate the children of God. I'm just going to finish off with that one sentence about sure. them. They well, hate the children of God. They wipe their fucking feet on their flag mm-hmm. when they walk into their institutions. Yeah. Fuck the KKK. Yes. I have no love for them. I'm not saying you do. My no, point but is I'm saying the same. The, how many, is that if there's an issue in an institution, anybody that joins the institution automatically is going to be targeted in that same concept. Absolutely. So what you're saying is when someone does something wrong, like, for instance, white people have done wrong things mm-hmm. throughout history. Yeah. We, our ancestors may or may have not, probably not, because like I said, we're later immigrants. Mm-hmm. But there are people who are descendant of caucasians in this country whose ancestors did things that mm-hmm. were violent and right. vile to a an ethnicity and a culture yes they removed them from their homeland granted they were sold by their own people but they brought them over here and bought them as slaves that alone is wrong yeah okay i want to make a point here in the bible a lot of things revert back to original sin sure and in liberalism there is a huge just disconnection from a religion. We we don't want to listen to any religion because religion's stupid. We have science. That's not. And I'm. hold on, the the original sin of man in America has become I'm white. I'm born with a white privilege to where I don't know what I did was wrong. I can't help the fact that what I did was wrong. But it, you know I'm wrong because I'm white. Now you have all these people who are feeling guilt over that. And doing stupid shit, man. Like, I disagree with that. I So in the beginning of the Boondock Saints, I'm sure you've seen it, there's a yeah. there's a pastor that's having a conversation about a uh, individual who was stabbed in the middle of a street in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. and that That's right, before they start talking about where their mom's from. Yeah, and what his point was oh, is that you need not fear fear itself. You need to fear the indifference of good men. Um, and the issue is that people don't hate white people for being white. They hate white people for not standing up no, for people who can't talk about themselves. Not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying that that a lot of white people, not 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 anyone of color, people that are white are feeling this white guilt that they did something wrong, and they are going out and they are kneeling at the feet of black protesters and saying, "We forgive." We, we we vow for apology for everything so reparations. we've done. Yeah. We, 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 we realize and we acknowledge our white sin, and we ask you, what mm. do you want from us? Okay. That's stupid because you are not – you did not do anything wrong because you're white. Right. Because other white people did something does not make you wrongful because some dude that was white did some kind of crazy shit 300 years ago doesn't make you wrong for it. Just because some guy with a beard – did something doesn't make you wrong because a black man did something does not make this other black man wrong correct and i would just finish with that is be you cannot predetermine someone's guilt for something because of the way they look 
the mm-hmm. way they sound or the way they appear or their mental capabilities or their physical capabilities or anything like that. It's intrinsically wrong. And the people that don't see that are the blight on society. I agree. Fuck it. Bye, guys. <laughs>